0: was strange
1: well i that's what i get for naming it another 2020 episode it was a stupid mistake
0: (laughs) it's gonna feel strange when we can finally record in person on a on a regular basis again not having really silly names for our episode i know i know because we get to name our episode all kinds of wild things as we record it through the what we use to record together, and then we get to pick these silly names. As you guys know today, Macy is um, past the dick of no return. Yep, past yeah. the dick of no return. I love how um throaty you were yeah, with that. Was, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I was uh, was hoping for. Felt strange.
0: I can I, our cameras on aren't on, so I can't see you. But I can just imagine how bigger nostrils must have looked. <laughs> <I was. laughs>
1: All right, well, past oh, the and I should jar. I should pause. Which your name made me think of something that's very important for me to tell you. So your name, the oh. corpse dick, which I appreciate. I just love subbing dick in for anything in, in pop that's culture. That's what we do, but. Hunter has confessed to me that he has never, <gasps> never seen a nightmare before Christmas.
0: I don't accept this information. I don't either. I, I didn't even think that was possible. How do you get to be 26? I'm assuming. I don't know how old he is. I think he's 26. Yes. 28?
1: How old are y'all? <laughs> <laughs> he's 26. Forty? <laughs> um, Are you
0: dead, <laughs> Macy? Have you have you turned twenty one? Um, how do you, how do you get through and not see that film?
1: Yeah, I don't know. But I told him, I was like, well, listen, look, it's about to be Christmas. So within the next, like, two, three weeks, you're going to watch it. So if there's one Christmas movie we're going to watch this year, this is the
0: fucking one. Keep the uh, the soundtrack on loop. Oh, I know. God. <laughs> it's so good. What's the fucking, uh, God damn it. What's the name of the song that Lock, Shock, and Beryl do? Is it Mr. Santa Claus? Yes. As a bop. Yeah. That's a bop. Quite the jig. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, are you ready to do today's episode? Sure. Okay, all right. Energy. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. What a killer. And no
0: one knows what
1: we're laughing at.
0: If you are obsessed with bested show, you do.
1: Oh my god! I could picture the shoulder wiggle that he when he leans. Yeah, yeah. Energy, Energy. such a dick. Oh, how (gasps) wonderful! I needed
0: that. We have witchcraft to discuss. That's what we do here. Welcome to the Witchcraft Amateur Hour. When we feel like it. Um, Mm -hmm. What are our topics today? I've got a stone. I'm talking about mistletoe. Do you fuck me right now? I fuck you not. That's how jolly, how absolutely on brand, how Christmassy. It makes me sick.
1: Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Since I'm not going in public or really doing anything and I myself don't like Christmas, I've had no Christmas exposure. So ironically, I'm feeling more Christmassy this year than I ever have because the dose doesn't exist. It's not that I've already gotten too much Christmas. I've gotten no
0: Christmas. Yeah. So I'm kind of in the merry mood, uh, surprisingly. The thought of Christmas being really close is kind of strange, especially because we haven't been out and we haven't had every single Christmas song shouted into our ear holes Mm -hmm. and and like, and like fucking Christmas lights up since Thanksgiving and stuff like that. You know, it, it hasn't been wild. So it does feel a little, I don't want to say special because that's giving this year too much credit, but it's, uh, it's different.
1: Yeah. It's not being shoved down my fucking throat. Yes. (laughs) really like i'm just i'm excited about it like i might even decorate i haven't ruled that out i mean it's already tomorrow's like the eighth but like
0: you know and just as soon just as soon as i put up these halloween decorations i will bring out the christmas tree
1: you have to and we'll see and here's i don't know if i'll put up a tree because we don't live anywhere to where anyone else can see it you know but, like, I have all kinds of fucking garlands and shit, you know, and all of that stuff. And I, that's what I love. I mean, to do. Like, I love to do my banisters and stuff. You're surrounded by trees. You do I have to so really many mean, trees. I can just look out yeah. and have a Christmas tree I- anywhere all the time. What?
0: <laughs> just do an outdoors Christmas tree. Let it get all, like, wet and soggy <laughs> yeah. and chewed on by animals. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, dude yeah i know tomorrow is already the 8th it's it's your it's your brother's birthday i don't know if we can say that but i mean I it's russ's I mean, birthday
1: i mean all that's gonna happen is people will wish him happy birthday and that will just uh, make his day so
0: yeah oh yeah let's get a happy birthday russ going and it will i guess by the time this comes out it'll be fucked over but
1: <laughs> yeah it'll be a day late he'll get, he'll get yeah. birthday wishes <laughs> a day late that's actually kind of fucking funny
0: <laughs> oh man, I am jolly today. I'm full of um, piss and vinegar. Oh well, isn't that great? I feel pretty all right. I- it's the cold weather, man. It's it's happening, and it's put me in the mood.
1: I'm 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 tolerating that. That's okay. Mm. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm very jolly. In part, largely due to the fact that my lush order comes in tomorrow, and I'm very excited.
0: Oh. Man, I was going to ask you if you had received that and if you liked it.
1: Comes in tomorrow. I'm going to have the most d- just deep level of pamper tomorrow. I am g- I got everything I got could be used in one pamper session and I'm going <laughs> to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always do that with a uh, bath type. You, luxuries. I always it's have like so a bath bomb, and then and then like an oil, and then a lotion, and then by the time you get done with it, you've used everything, and then you're sad again because it's all gone.
1: I got yeah, I got a like a a shampoo bar. Well, I got like a pre shampoo conditioner and a shampoo bar, and then a night mask. Like and so it's like man, that's like the whole thing. And then I got this spray called Tramp, which apparently just smells like hippie spray, and I'm okay with that. And so I can't wait. <laughs> I can't oh wait. I'm going to get out of my shower and just spray down with Tramp and I'll be complete.
0: I love that it's called Tramp. Also, is it is it just basically patchouli? I, there's there's a fair
1: amount of patchouli in there, according to the reviews. So,
0: yeah, yes. i for it. <laughs> according to the reviews.
1: I think it's like patchouli and clove, which is even a deeper level of hippie. Oh my god. Oh yeah, baby. You're going to ascend. You're gonna blast. I'm just gonna turn into
0: a VW van. (laughs) You're gonna turn into the concept of Woodstock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so you're talking about mistletoe. I'm gonna talk about I watched numerous videos to get the pronunciation correct on this and i've it went in one ear and out of the other so uh sorry i'm talking about mukite.
1: Mukite, i like it i like the word
0: well yeah i know it, it it's it's a fun word to say it's a fun word to look at um <laughs> <does> that <laughs> sound stupid no it's a fun word to look at yeah i get it uh And I I had a much more in-depth topic that I'll probably save for next next time. And I don't know if I should admit this because it shows off how bad I am at this. But I kind of realized that I didn't have enough time to put the amount of research that I wanted into this. Oh, yeah. The other topic. So I kind of uh, switched lanes and I went into this. uh, Because stones, while interesting, uh, there's usually not a whole lot there. Yeah, a
1: bit more of a um i don't want to say simple topic but kind of
0: yeah they're they're straightforward they're kind of about what they're about and there's that that's it like we're not ever going to have an episode that's four hours long about yeah uh, it's not as much yes okay and you know um But when I picked it, I picked it purely because of the funness of the way the word looks. Uh, I realized, I think I need this in my life right now. And I think it was one of those times that uh, it kind of reaches out and like taps you on the shoulder. Um, And I also think that you are going to like it for a number of reasons. So I'm excited to talk about it.
1: I think, do you go first?
0: I sure motherfucking do. But before we go any further. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Yeah. Today's episode is dedicated to a patreon, Amelia T. Oh no!
1: The first thing that came to the first thing. I mean, like literally, I didn't even have time to blink. Amelia T. Give me your hand, darling. Do you feel my heart beating? do you understand do you feel the same am i only dream is this burning an eternal flame you have to do the whole fucking thing or it doesn't work
0: I, I was i was absolutely in awe i was not going to stop you can i also admit that i fucking love that song
1: you can't not, but it is the most, it is the biggest earworm of any song ever made, ever, <laughs> ever,
0: ever made. Is that the one that y'all got stuck in your head? Uh, yeah. For it's a and...
1: very specific Rickroll between me, Lyra, and mom. And we each like, we try to get each other now and again. That's like our Rickroll clip. And we just try to, it because it, it really, for like two straight <laughs> weeks of our lives, made us live in a living hell. <laughs>
0: I love very specific to the person inside jokes. Like when I send you all those pictures of uh, Curtis Pritchard from Instagram. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, they're beautiful.
0: (laughs) Do y'all remember like a year ago when we uh, actually were able to see each other and we just devoured that whole season of Love Island?
1: And And we talked... weeks For my neurons to go back together again. Oh my
0: God, I was wrecked. But every once while, every once in a while I'll send Mace like an update on how Curtis from that season is doing. The other because- day
1: he got a haircut. <laughs> One day he ate a salad.
0: We've had a busy past couple of days. We've done lives and bonus episodes and oh guys, we talked to the golden ticket winner. Oh, um That was so fun. And- it was so much fun and by the way we have an announcement to make there's two things that came out of our conversation with her that will be used from now on mm-hmm. tell your friends I forget what we were even talking about but Maisie and I were I think we were maybe we showing sure our age we were like, make, yeah making jokes about like mortgages and shit you know? yes that's right we were talking about fucking mortgages and then like she goes I'm young as fuck <laughs> And it was so perfect, because it really got across the message of like, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) And also, can I just say I've thought about it. And I actually really, really appreciate like, just that I appreciate being able to like be young and be like, I'm young, because when I was that age, when I was younger, I was already making like the Oh, I'm old joke. You know what I mean? To be young and to like, appreciate your your youth. You know, yeah, youth is was wasted the nice. young and all that. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Uh, and then what is the other one?
1: The other one is uh, grade A cunt, uh, preferably spelled across uh, yes. some slam and knuckle jewelry.
0: Yes. Or tattooed fresh onto your digits. Grade A c-word. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, on our bonus episode that just came out, <laughs> when I posted it, I put like a little... <laughs> thing up at the top that was like this episode contains more profanity and adult themes than usual <laughs> did we really oh, we're awful and well it was just um it was the discussion of the romance novels i think that oh yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah yeah uh but anyway so yeah great a yeah. and i'm young as fuck so <laughs> i'm gonna jump into mukite i think you should So, listen, I have some AKAs for you. Just two. There's Mukite. Mukite.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Yeah? That was just a really good build-up and a letdown. Look, I have some AKAs
0: for you. Just two. (laughs) Ow, you made me ugly laugh. Yeah, no, just two. Well, I guess... All in all, there's three. There's Mukite, Mukite Jasper, and Australian Jasper. Oh. Uh, as that name, Australian Jasper, would indicate, this is a stone found mostly in the western part of Australia, in the Kennedy Ranges, uh, near a creek called Muka Creek, for which, obviously, the stone gets its name. One of my sources here, uh, they listed it as Australia's favorite crystal, and I oh. don't know if that's true. <laughs> that seems okay. like a... Seems like a pretty bold claim. However, they they also pointed out that the, the color of mukite it kind of, um, it reflects a lot of the landscape. It, it has sort of that um, tannish kind of cream color. It can also be mauvey, oh, purpley. I've seen that
1: before. I do love these. I think they are beautiful. Yeah. I actually, uh, some of these wound up in my house and I don't know how really? they got here
0: lucky well it's one of those stones that I, when i saw it i immediately was like oh macy's gonna fucking love yeah. this one because oh, yeah. it's just those it, types of root, colors
1: sacral, solar, man
0: exactly yeah and that's actually to my next point the uh chakras that it's tied to is root sacral and solar solar plexus the zodiac sign is cancer and capricorn which i feel like we've never had cancer or capricorn like i just, feel like i hear the word capricorn literally never I, yeah, I know. I was thinking that I was like, I know dick shit about Capricorn. So we know Capricorns. I don't feel. I don't think we do. I'm sure we do. But if you're a Capricorn, please give us a give us a rundown um, on Facebook. <laughs> Let us know what's up. The planet it's associated with is Earth, and the element is water, which makes sense if we're talking about cancers. Uh, just because I know that's a water sign. I again, I don't know anything about Capricorn, so it might also be. So in its mundane uses, and all of this is with the preface of "look at our disclaimer." Um, go to the doctor if you're having any health thing. Please don't just like carry a rock and want it to heal your body. But that being said, here's what I found on it. Also, uh, I was reading my book "Backwoods Witchcraft" last night because I've put it down for a very long time and I've repicked it up. Um, but the author of that book did a similar kind of catch all, please go to the doctor. Don't take any of this as medical advice, that kind of thing. (laughs) Um, and he said something that I thought was beautiful. He said, you can be as wise as you want, but don't be ignorant or something like that. Yeah. yeah, Um, and it was just very, a very good use of the word wise. I think you can be as wise as you want. You can be, you know, wise woman or isn't that what they say? witch meant or something was like wise person, wise woman. I don't know. Uh, but don't be a dummy. Mm-hmm. So mukite, It slows the aging process of cells. Oh wow, I heard it here. <laughs> uh, which overall <laughs> overall it increases cell cellular health, uh, meaning that it can heal cuts, repair organs. It's one of those stones that's it's just really good with keeping the uh, your organ health. Oh I love organs top tier especially now this is another reason i think that you're gonna like this mace especially the urinary tract we're talking kidneys
1: i always need help in that department
0: yeah macy you always need kidneys uh the bladder and it's said to be especially helpful for uh what is it cystitis oh Oh, yeah jesus
1: christ yeah. Interstitial cystitis. Yeah. I'm actually yes. starting a diet now for that
0: specifically. It's a, it's a monster. I hate it. I, I don't have it as a 10th as bad as you have it because well, I mean, you, you know, you have a disease, <laughs> but <laughs> I think don't most, like most people. Yeah. Get it at every,
1: yeah. It's just inflammation of the bladder. Uh, like I have it chronically, Um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't drank a lot of water and like, you've maybe had a bit too much booze or had like a lot of acidic foods or it's like hormone and do like, there's a whole bunch of reasons that can cause it, but yeah, it's just inflammation of the bladder. It feels like a bladder infection, but like not quite on that level, but that same (sighs) annoying ache that's just like, Oh fuck. And you feel kind of puffy, you know, from it.
0: it. To me, it feels like, um, kind of a cross intersection between a bladder infection and period cramps. It
1: feels like period cramps. It feels yeah. just like period cramps. Yeah. yeah. So it's that's interesting to know that it somehow helps with that. Uh,
0: and in theme with keeping the tissue healthy, uh, mukite also is said to improve the immune system, or at least keep it functioning at a high level. If you are pregnant, it helps establish. Okay. now I'll take this with a grain of salt. Okay. But I, I think I saw someone ask a question related to this on our Facebook the other day. Um, so may, Hey, maybe we're actually answering a question for you for once. Uh, if you're pregnant, kite can help establish a line of communication between the pregnant person and the fetus. If that's something that you're into. Um, I'm not a pregnant person at this moment. <laughs> in time um so i don't know what that would uh be like it decreases the effects of aging uh in the body in a physical manner but also in your mind and i don't mean like just your brain but it helps you keep kind of a a youthful attitude you know and it kind of helps keep away some of the more negative health associations but also um You know, sometimes you can just be in a bad mood because you're like, I'm getting old, right? It kind of keeps that away, uh, which in turn makes your stress go down, which, you know, kind of is going to keep you from looking like an old haggard bitch. It can also bring joy, confidence, creativity. Again, super solar plexus and and sacral oriented. It helps you. Sacral, yeah. Isn't that, isn't sacral or solar plexus is like creativity and stuff and confidence, Creativity
1: is very tied to the sacral. Uh, yeah. you
0: get con and as well as the solar and like
1: confidence and whatnot, all that all that exuberance, youthful exuberance.
0: It helps you look past fear and move towards um dude, okay. Let me interrupt myself here. God damn it. I confuse the sacral and the solar all the time. I kind of view them as one entity. And I know that's okay. probably not correct, but
1: no, they they, they yeah, they have some differences. <laughs> I, I mean, they that. Always, there's going to be like a blend together there in the middle, you know. Where they, but like, yeah, they, there's some differences.
0: I love your response of just okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
0: okay. Um, well, I mean, okay. Hear me out here. They seem more similar than something that would also like the the third eye and the throat are right next to each other. Those seem pretty different to me. Like I could tell you the differences. However, sacral and solar. They're twins. They're the same thing. They don't, twins. they don't exist. They don't exist. You
1: only have six chakras.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Listen here. Mukite helps you look past fear and move forward knowing that you can, it gives you this like knowing sense that you can just tackle anything that gets tossed your way. You can handle it. Conquer procrastination. And this is why I say I needed this today. Um, I could, I can't keep my head on straight Recently, I don't know if it's like a hormonal thing or if there's some planetary alignment. I'm sure someone who actually knows about, yeah, about astrology will let us know. But um, I'm I'm interested to know if anyone out there is just scatterbrained as all ass recently, Um, but it'll help you conquer procrastination uh, or get over an easily distracted mood, allowing you to focus on the here and now in that way, it's a grounding stone. Uh, it can help you make good decisions if you have any kind of um, – if there's a choice you have to make. It can increase your perception so that you can easily see the outcomes of the options that you are faced with. You know, it's uh, It reminds me of when uh, Creed is playing chess with Jim in the office. And he's like, mm-hmm. if you do this, I'm going to do this. If you do this, I'm going to do this. If you do this, I'm going to do this. It kind of gives you the ability to look at all your choices and just know what you're going to do ahead of time. It makes you aware of what is going on around you, um, which is good for reading other people, reading other situations, keeping you in the moment, keeping you present. But it's also... Uh, A good travel stone to use like that, because it can help you perceive danger and better uh, trust your intuition. So the example I saw was if if you're going to be traveling by car somewhere, it might just be like, hey, how about you take this route instead of that route? Uh, And you'll just be like, yeah, that's a good idea. It also increases your self-esteem especially in regards to making or having made the right decision. So if you're using the stone to make a decision, it's also going to help smooth over some of the, the worrisome uh, feelings that you might have about the decision that you did made. It's that you did make that you made the right one. You trusted yourself and to go ahead and have the confidence to move ahead, move out and kind of get out of your own way. Do you have a broken heart? Is your heart broken? Not currently, but you know, I mean, sure. Well, Get I mean, I help. wasn't wasn't really asking you. No. Finally. <laughs> I was actually searching desperately for a name to say in the hopes that somebody would hear it and then be like, that's me. All I got was Jessica. I was asking Jessica, oh. Jessica, do you have a broken heart? Uh, is my heart
1: Luke,
0: is I- better? <laughs> I'm, I was just kidding. I really, I hope you're not offended. I was just doing a bit. I love you. Your heart does I'm not. Heart. <laughs> Your heart will go on. If you need to Macy, if you do have a broken heart and you want to level yourself out, level out the moods, provide yourself some stability, cleanse yourself of pain and fear. Whoa. (laughs) And help virtually any situation seem less hopeless. Well, that's convenient. Then just swallow a mukite stone. Don't do that. <laughs> so you can pair this stone with any kind of orange <laughs> or yellow or red for the root chakra. Uh, sometimes it's even like a deep mauve color, uh, but it's it's very lower lower based. Anything joy, I'm sure humping comes into anything play in the here. loins. <laughs> loins. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Loin is a gross word to me. Loin. Speaking of loins, it will awaken a sense of adventure in you. In your loins. In your loins. Just your loins. The rest of your body will be really hesitant, but your loins are ready to part. Oh, God, they're rearing. (laughs) Uh, It'll help you be kinder to yourself and to other people. One really sweet-ass, beautiful thing I saw was that Mukite can help us kind of... um, destroy generational curses you might want to call it or generational patterns that are not necessarily healthy or they're toxic uh so that we can help break them for ourselves but also so that the next generation whether that's through your biological children or through people who will live on and carry on after you're gone uh so that they don't have to deal with the same things uh it's a rainmaker stone it makes rain well How about it? How about it? (laughs) Um, I was going to save that for last in a very, it helps with exorcisms kind of way. But I I got excited and I jumped ahead. Because of its ability, Mukite's ability to raise your instinct level and your perception and your ability to make decisions and all of this kind of like, it it helps your gut. Not your gut health, Macy, calm down. It all helps the gut. (laughs) It helps to uh, go with your gut, I guess. Trust your gut. It also, through all of these ways, helps in communication with animals. That's it's a not a stone. Surprise. It, I, yeah, yeah. It not Not that it's a stone specifically for communicating with animals, but it kind of boosts up all the things that you do need to use in communicating with animals. Oh, okay. Also... I don't know if you know this, Mace, but I just wanted to end up on something you've never heard before, ever. Mukite is a rainmaker stone. Oh, is that right? Yeah. How about it? Yeah. It, it's been used in, um, Don't. it's been me, I heard myself, it doesn't I count. To. I haven't got you in a while. We haven't done that we a a break. needed a break. Needed a minute to step back.
1: A and, safe space um, to talk without receiving that. That yes, exactly.
0: It's I felt so free recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mukite has been used in Australia for a, a long time for known history to bring about rain and to help, of course, with the growing of foods and everything that that rain brings. Mm-hmm. So um it's listen, it's short, it's sweet, it's beautiful, it's mukite. Whoa. Put that on a poster. And smoke it.
1: I uh, my topic's actually well, my topic's kind of long, but the magical part is actually kind (laughs) of (laughs) short.
0: Oh well, I I'm ready for it. Are we going to talk at at all about kissing? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. We talk about kissing. Great. Yeah, there's some good. I have a tale which those are fun. I'm actually reading it verbatim because I it, it, I wasn't going to rewrite it. It's it's good. I'm I just going to read it <laughs> as it is.
0: Like, sure.
1: But it's, it's really good. Uh, it's interesting, but yeah, not super duper magical. Oh, it is. It's magical, but just like not about... It's straightforward. It's magical about I mean, the things you think it's magical about, and then you just kind of do what you want with
0: it in that regard. The way that you're like prepping the audience for this is
1: well, it's an interesting topic. It's just not super magical,
0: I guess. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Sure. Yeah. Macy? Yes. Do you know what season it is? Uh, Yule season? No. It's tea season.
1: It is tea season. That's true. You know how much tea I've been drinking? I've been drinking a lot of tea lately.
0: I've been drinking tea by the gallons. No one's been drinking more tea than me. I'm gonna go real guest on with this.
1: Oh, great!
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one drinks more tea than I do. And when I pick a tea, I pick Bright Witch Brews.
1: But like, how fitting! It's like we're rolling into the Christmas season. You know, the weather's oh. kind of getting cold, and you know the days get grayer. So like, put some put some glitter in your life and some
0: tasty delicious tea that contains that glitter. Hot delicious tea with a sprinkling of edible glitter that by the way, if you're a glitter hater like Macy and because it just ends up everywhere, I have never once found a speck of glitter from this tea outside of the cup. It's it's like it's enchanted to stay. It is. I've thought the same thing. I don't understand it. It's magical. It's fantastic. It's Bright Witch. Oh. I'm going to keep doing that. I like uh, but it. But we actually have a, <laughs> we have a message here from Mrs. Sarah Louise of Bright Witch herself. And you know what she's gone through the trouble of doing?
1: Are you asking me or the listeners?
0: <laughs> Do you not want me to tell you that I'm not talking to you again? Yeah, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so bad about that. Um, I, I, yeah, you. <laughs> or whoever. Whoever's listening. She made a recipe. A recipe that looks so delicious. Um, and I'm gonna ask everyone who who hears this to actually make it and post pictures of it over on Facebook, and we can share this as like our Yule time treat.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. Isn't it? I'm so <laughs> smart. Okay, guest on. <laughs> So Sarah Sarah starts saying, Seasons greetings! I'm Sarah Louise of Bright Witch Brews. As spooky season winds to a close and yuletide festivities illuminate the coming nights, I wanted to share with you all a cozy and magical
0: recipe pairing. This is a two-for-one double whammy of magical intention with a unique tea-based recipe for wassall, a.k.a. Spice Cider.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And... Enchanted spiced banana cake. Those are four special words
1: together <sighs> in the drink.
0: I want this right now so bad I, I can't know. even tell you.
1: <laughs> Each recipe includes some tips for a magical ritual as you bake and brew, perfect for the kitchen witch or anyone who
0: loves cake and cauldrons. The enchanted cake is baked with bananas, cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, brown sugar, and vanilla. Uh, A sweet and spicy powerhouse of magical intention to bring prosperity.
1: The wassau can be made with a base of Bright Witch's Ritual Dusk
0: Tea. Isn't that your favorite? It is my favorite. And I was I was trying really hard to not do like a whoop whoop in the background.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this caffeine-free Rubios blend contains cinnamon, ginger, and warming notes of orange. The perfect base for an earthy and flavorful spiced cider. This is, of course, optional. You can use your favorite tea or chai base or else your own
0: blend of herbs and spices. But Ritual Added does to- delicious. It's... it's so good i it's the one that i have just a massive container of and i've been drinking so much recently i i i've had two pots of it today actually thank you very much where are we sorry i blacked out thinking about ritual (laughs) at dusk tea (laughs) added to the brew is an aromatic blend of cider alcohol optional apple juice apples pears a clove studded orange, as well as brown sugar and spices. Dude, I'm going to put this up in my kitchen. I'm going to feel like a witch. It will smell so good. Your kitchen will smell so good. Melt through the floor.
1: Mm. You can also make an icing mixture for your enchanted cake using a tablespoon or two of wassall for compounding
0: magical intention. Here are some tips for enchanting your cake and wassail. You can use consecrated kitchen tools or otherwise cleanse them with freshly made moon water if you have some on hand. You can draw sigils
1: or runes into the mixture as you stir the ingredients.
0: You can whisper your intention to each of the ingredients as you add them, waking them with a request to serve a specific magical purpose. That's my favorite. Yeah,
1: I like that. Or you can simply visualize stirring golden light into your batter and brew. I
0: recommend doing all of those things,
1: really. Yeah, really. Uh, I I love the rune mixture, like the stirring in the uh, symbols and whatnot. I mean, that's wonderful.
0: You can find the full recipe as well as more tips for magic and ritual over at brightwitch.com slash... Yule tide, that's Y-U-L-E-T-I-D E. As an extra fun
1: fact, wasalling is a pre-Christian tradition that involved drinking hot spiced wine or cider known as wasal, which was served with a slice of spiced toast. This is where the phrase to raise a toast comes from. Oh,
0: dude, I was not familiar with the toast thing. I wasn't either. That's huh. cute. While not toast, you can follow in this Wassailing tradition by dipping pieces oh God by dipping pieces of your enchanted cake into your wasal before eating it. Double intention whammy. It's also really tasty. That sounds great.
1: So listen guys you can pick up some ritual at dusk and like some fairy garden and some blue moon oh. and some whispered wishes and oh yeah you know, any all of them any and all ritual of them. at dawn. Yeah, there you go. You know, Midnight Cauldron. Oh, just
0: just an entire resume of all the flavors.
1: You can pick up all of those and highly recommend it at brightwitch.com. And that is bright,
0: B-R-I-G-H-T. Sample sizes of the tea are now available. Containing about 10 cups worth of tea, these are perfect for trying out a few different flavors, as well as gifting to friends and families as stocking stuffers. That's a hot tip.
1: That's a great idea. Like, this is not me doing an ad. Like, this is me. That's (laughs) a great idea. I love that idea.
0: Yeah, I and honestly, I know it's maybe I'm a dum-dum, but I wouldn't have really thought about it unless she would have put that in there.
1: Yeah, like seriously, I'm super excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a discount for you guys. Uh Wabah listeners can apply a 15% discount to their carts with the code Yule. 15 and shipping is currently only available within Canada and the USA although she's working on hopefully being able to support shipping in other regions soon.
0: 15% is a he- that's a hefty discount dude. What a gift. Visit brightwitch.com. You can also check her out on Instagram which I suggest you do because not only are the pictures beautiful but there's little short videos. Check her out on IG at brightwitch brews.
1: She's also a really good watercolor artist. I love seeing her little watercolor pieces that she does. They're so cute.
0: And a really good writer. Can we just I talk know. about this? About how amazing it is? Like, it's just a joy anytime we get to read uh, um, any, any kind it's of So fun. from her. It is. It really is. Check them out. Again, you get a 15% discount by visiting brightwitch.com and using the code Yule15. And that's all caps on that Yule. And it's why, as in you. <laughs> you. I completely, I completely fucking blanked on any kind of why word. Oh, that was fun. Alrighty, now that we've spilled the tea, as it as it oh. were. Okay, you don't need to patronize me. Oh, I wanted to. <laughs> No, Charlie, I didn't need to, but I I liked doing it. I had to. (laughs) Tell me about mistletoe, you fucking asshole.
1: I'm working on it. Mistletoe, am I right? That's what we're we're talking about today. And the episode's
0: over. (laughs) So...
1: Mistletoe is the common name for obligate hemiparasitic plants in the order Santalales. You All follow right. me. Yeah. Follow I do. So they're parasites. They attach to a tree uh, or shrub uh, by a a root-like structure called a hostorium. Uh, and through that, they basically steal all the goodies from the tree that doesn't belong to them. So like the water and the nutrients uh, and whatnot. What a jerk. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I just, I don't like a parasite. So the name mistletoe comes from the European mistletoe, which is viscum album. And it's it's the only species of mistletoe native to the British Isles and much of Europe. So there's uh, viscum Cruciatum, oh, ah, which uh, is in Spain, southern Portugal, and Africa. There's eastern mistletoe, which is native to North America and belongs to the genus of the family Santalaceae. So I'm going to refer to it as like European mistletoe and American mistletoe. Moving forward, because it's also called like American mistletoe.
0: Uh, Instead of saying it like that, how about you just say it in the accent of where it comes from? Oh, see, oh, uh,
1: well, that's a what accent do I pick for Europe? There's like a million. Do a different one every time. Duh. That makes me sweat.
0: (laughs) And then for America, you can do like a Southern accent, then like a New York accent, and a California. You just it'll be great. Do it.
1: Oh God, I have to think. Uh, God, no, I can't. I literally I don't know how many times I see North America and Europe in this topic. I can't do it.
0: I like how for half a half a second you were thinking about it.
1: I considered it for a moment. Yes, I, I could did. hear it,
0: and then you—it's like you snapped out of it. You were like,
1: "No." I started reading, and I was like, "I can't do this." There's, I, I right now on my phone screen, I see it like three times. <laughs> so the. Eastern mistletoe uh. of North America. Mm. Uh it's mm-hmm. similar to the European mistletoe. And it, it has kind of uh shorter, broader leaves, it's a bit more stout, and it has 10 or more berries which I don't know if you remember mistletoe berries or have ever been around them, but they used to fall all on my playground, which is funny. (laughs) I'll get to that as to why. But they're sticky, and I would crush them between my fingers and make berry glue. And it was one of my favorite things to do at recess. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that – I wasn't for sure that those were mistletoes, so I got that confirmed for me today, old childhood memory. And and then you would
0: always get yelled at, or I would anyway, that, don't eat it, it's poisonous.
1: Yeah. I'll get to that in a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. So I, this topic answered some questions for me. So oh. the largest fam- there's a lot of different kinds. So over time, similar types of plants that like do what mistletoe does. These parasitic plants have been added to like the mistletoe. Fa- there's like a shit pile of species that are called mistletoe. There's so many, hmm. uh, the largest family of mistletoes is the Loranthaceae, which has 900 species. So there's so many.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. So I I got this from Texas A&M University and I had to include this sentence specifically because it, it made me happy. So it, it stays evergreen. And, and so it, it always it doesn't like lose its leaves or anything like that. And it is particularly conspicuous on hardwoods <laughs> after you fall.
0: <laughs> oh, somebody at Texas A&M is a fan of the podcast. Fan of the beak. <laughs> but also a very true statement because I know that anytime time since I was a child when you're going through looking at trees and once they've shed all of their leaves and there's still just a, a glob of green shit still yeah. in the tree, I am yeah. always like, hmm, that's, that's mistletoe.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it definitely it it looks like winter time to me yeah yeah little so parasite i know every time i see them i get a little mad at them i don't really love them shake <laughs> <laughs> my fist at them you know <laughs> tell them i'm not proud you're not mad you're just disappointed i am i'm disappointed in what they've done their, hmm. their choice it would have been so much better their, their line of work <laughs> You can spot the evergreen clusters growing on branches in, at least around my place, they they are a fan of the oak tree. That's mainly the only trees that I see them in are oak trees, which is a hardwood and they like hardwood. So so in fact, the species phorodendron leucarpum, uh, which, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is what grows in this area, it's also called oak mistletoe. So, it's there's like a pattern there for a reason. They that's what they like. Yeah, go with that. Go with oak mistletoe. Oak mistletoe. Yeah, the other one is a lot of tongue movements.
0: Rhododendron luteofrigno. <laughs>
1: <Lou> <laughs> oh, my god. So, the seeds get moved around by birds, whether it be they they've stepped in the seeds and they carry them on their little feet or they're on their like they're in their droppings cause they eat, you know, and fly and spread them or shit on trees or whatever they shit everywhere. So they can carry uh, the seeds in that. And those can germinate, especially if it like gets down in the bark, that's like a prime prime time real estate for a mistletoe to show up. So eventually it does drive like a root like kind of structure in, into the, the bark, where it can just take from, take from the tree and and do nothing.
0: Uh, So now is this one of those parasites where it's just sort of there and it takes what it needs and the rest of the tree is pretty much intact or is it like killing the tree?
1: It, so more often than not, it is not terribly common. You know, it's not like the ash borer beetle, you know, like it, it can live on a tree for several years and the tree not die. Right. Yeah. The The problem is, though, is that, you know, where things can get worse sometimes is if you're trying to be helpful. So, you know, over years, this these clusters can get pretty large, you know, like the some of them can get like three feet, you know, like big, long or big, wide kind of like green, bushy things that grow in the trees. And some people might think like, oh, that's like prime time to knock them off. You know, like, get out there with a rake and, like, knock them off. And, you know, that does happen, too. The bigger they get,
0: you know what? Just a few things. You're just funny today. <laughs> you just, everything is prime time today.
1: I, I felt that second one. I was like, why am I saying this twice? I did feel it when it came out of my mouth.
0: I love it. And also, I love that, of all things, you chose just to send your little imaginary guy out there to knock it down with a rake. Well you know it might be it's what you're funny today
1: what you got it's what you're working with you get a rake listen De- <laughs> definitely not a chainsaw you know well that's to cut the whole tree down do you know how big these things are small you can, you can climb <laughs> up a tree with a fucking chainsaw to cut off mistletoe <laughs> why not <laughs> many reasons <laughs> okay
0: all right listen I'm done now
1: so like the problem is is when they get that big right you know and they're like easy to kind of to knock off like storms when you know it starts just getting easier for that to happen but the problem is is that when a cluster is broken off the plant like doubles down and essentially hydras and just Mm -hmm. grows more When you destroy one. Yeah. So it just, it makes the parasitic persistence worse and it can cause multiplication uh, if you knock them. If they've not matured yet and they're still young, you can, but once they've matured, it's, it can just make things worse. Whoa. I have it on a couple of my oak trees near the house and they're like probably too far up there for me to mess with, but it's only like two of them on a massive tree. And I'm glad that I read this because like in the three years I've lived here, They've not grown, really, you know, and I would just go up there and fuck
0: it up. Would't you just be sick if you knocked them down like yes. yesterday and then you yeah. or like the day before you did the research?-hmm Yeah, that would haunt me for a while. <laughs> and then you just see this tree get devoured by mm-hmm. mistletoe. And you have to watch mm-hmm. it slowly die over decades, pointing at you the whole time.
1: <laughs> pointing. So there really isn't, I'm starting to lose my voice. I, the, ever since we've been, and I've put a humidifier on at night, mm. but like the heat running at night, since it's been so cold as of late, uh, is just yeah. really making me want to lose my voice. So if I talk for too long, I can hear it starting to go. Um, hmm. There, uh, there isn't much to be done in regards to like helping it. You know, like if a tree is infected, Uh, other than like extreme measures, like if you want to go ham, you can go out there with like some trash bags and cover them all up and choke them out of sunlight. Because if they die that way, it seems like the root dies as well and can't spread. Uh, But that's a lot of work and it's kind of dangerous. So...
0: And then you just have a trash bag in your tree for who, knows, who how
1: knows how long, you know? So luckily more often than not a mistletoe infection does not mean death. Like if you have some on your property, it's not like, a, Oh, like my tree is going to die when you see them really loaded down. Maybe, you know, but mm. just a few here and there shouldn't be that much of an issue. Um, so, so let's talk, is it poisonous? Like, what is the deal
0: with the poison? The poison element that is so heavily tied to mistletoe. So, Well, if, if you're a Southern mom, then yeah, it's the most poisonous thing in the world. You got to let everybody it know. It is yeah.
1: death and incarnate. Yeah, like it's super serious. And so growing up, and apparently you too, which is really cool. I'm glad that it's yep. like everywhere, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, that mistletoe is so poisonous. Like it will kill you dead. Uh, and you don't even really want to touch it. You don't even want to look at it. Like oh no, it'll 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 seep through your fingers.
0: Like d- don't get
1: anywhere near yeah. it. Yeah. Is what they so told are Amer- told. American mistletoe phoredendron serotonin sero, <laughs> Not serotonin. Ser, serotonin.
0: Hold on. I'm on my way to eat all of it.
1: Go <laughs> <You'll> harvest them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so It isn't going to kill you, but it can make you feel like hot garbage. I I was on poison.org. And... uh,
0: No, no, I need a minute to process that. Shut up.
1: I knew. I had a feeling you might.
0: Poison.org. Okay, continue. Short and sweet. All right.
1: Uh, Sure. And it was talking about the, the various cases kind of over the years of... People that have ingested leaves or the berries, and like ninety-eight percent of them are just kids swallowing shit on playgrounds. You know, dumb kids. Uh, and like one instance, like like a kid ate like twenty of these things, twenty of these like sticky berries. Did he die? It mainly no. It mainly causes gastric upset. You'll get the shits or the bombs. Um <laughs> You'll have like abdominal cramps you'll feel you know it just it's not good your body doesn't like it Uh, there was one instance of a seizure but it didn't seem like they were able to link like specifically link it to resulting from the mistletoe I don't really know the context further than that but uh so no American mistletoe will probably not kill you it's likely that it won't kill you but it will fuck you up don't eat it European mistletoe seems to pack a harder punch but like things I'm still honestly a little bit confused on the misinformation I don't know if the, the the mix of information on the internet about mistletoe so I saw stay it away how, from all of it I, that's how I feel about it you know like you can touch it and stuff but I, I don't know if you should put it in your body so European mistletoe uh, in multiple places, I saw that it's like an exaggerated level of American mistletoe in decent quantities, you know, you still have to eat a good amount, but like d- liver damage, you know, a more serious kind of gastro upset, like things like that is just like worse. If super duper concentrated, like maybe I saw some one source say it was lethal. It's just kind of weird. It's, like, it's more bad than American mistletoe, apparently. Um, but then I also saw that they're using like extracts of it and shit to treat cancer. So Oh, I'm a little confused about it.
0: Well, you know, I mean, things interact with different parts of your body in a different way, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they might do some sort of like lab magic to it.
0: I don't know. Some kind of science bitch shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it has a long history also, which is funny of being used as a medicine and uh, as a treatment for poison. So I don't know how that went (laughs) by the Romans and the Greeks.
0: (laughs) Maybe it was just like an epic act. Like you, you, like you just need to shit something out and they're like, yeah, bullshit device. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So my, my general uh, summation of that is don't eat it. You know, Mm -hmm. Now don't try it. Just try. don't do it. So Ooh, it's a key change. <laughs> don't do this at home. If you do, it's the bridge. You might die. Don't see. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so don't eat mistletoe. That's what all that means. Um. <laughs> why do we kiss we- under mistletoe? are you scared now that I'm gonna shit on you like
0: you're shit on me (laughs) yes are are you are you asking me or the listener Uh, yes I was asking you oh okay no I'm I'm not
1: aware
0: (laughs) Macy I I don't know how many more times you want me to apologize but uh, I want you to apologize it's very funny
1: to me (laughs)
0: I uh, I know you. I know you enough to know that you're deeply hurt.
1: <laughs> 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 that Ow. that made that noise happen because that's just crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um I I don't know. Tell me, please. I need to know.
1: There's some Cause, uh, cause uh pagan, pagans were horny? Uh in part, yeah. Yeah, actually. Uh there's oh, so right. kind of yeah. So it uh, the general consensus, or like the oldest, like the most repetitive source I found, of being the the true start was with the Celtic druids of the first century AD. So mistletoe would blossom even in winter time, even like frozen times. So the druids came to view it as like this symbol of vivacity and you know fertility and things like that
0: bloom but i also oh, man those horny lovers. they just watch a flower bloom and they're like yeah yeah bitch bloom <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i have a norse tale for you or like some norse Oh, i forgot mythology. about the tale. Ooh. so and and this is like written in story form which is also why i just wanted to keep it the way that it is so once upon a time balder dreamed heavy dreams which seemed to forebode his death thereupon the gods held a council and resolved to make balder secure against every danger so the goddess frigg took an oath from fire and water iron and all metals stones and earth from trees sicknesses and poisons and from all four-footed beasts birds and creeping things that they would not hurt balder when this was done Balder was deemed invulnerable, so the gods amused themselves by setting him in their midst. While some shot at him, others hewed at him, and others threw stones at him.
0: (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God! Okay.
1: But whatever they did, nothing could hurt him. And at this, they were all glad. Only Loki, the mischief-maker, was displeased, and he went in the guise of an old woman to Frigg, who told him that the weapons of the gods could not hurt Baldur, since she had made them all swear to not hurt him. Then Loki asked, "Have all things sworn to spare Baldur? And she answered, "East of Valhalla grows a plant called mistletoe. It seemed too young to or it seemed to me too young to swear." "Why are you Showing your hand like that. Yeah, I know. I
0: don't feel like you you ever tell anyone any of this. I feel... No, never. Especially if you live in a a society where you know Loki could just be creeping around at any point. Loki exists. Like, don't trust anybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, Loki went and pulled the mistletoe and took it to the assembly of the gods. There he found the blind god Hawthor standing at the outside of the circle. Loki asked him, why do you not shoot at Balder? Hawthor answered, because I do not see where he stands. Besides, I have no weapon.
0: <coughs> do said, Yeah, I know.
1: Wait to be kind of fucking insensitive, Loki? What do you mean? Why can't I see him? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Asshole.
1: Then said Loki, do like the rest and show Balder honor as they all do. I will show you where he stands And do you shoot him with this twig?
0: It's like everyone can see you talking him into this. Like, we know it's you.
1: Hothor Hothor took the mistletoe and threw it at Baldur as Loki directed him. The mistletoe struck Baldur and pierced him through and through. And he fell down dead. For a while, the gods stood speechless. Then they lifted up their voices and wept bitterly. In another version, oh. the goddess Frigg persuaded the old the the goddess Frigg persuaded the other gods to restore Baldur's life. She repaid their obliging wizardry with kisses. The gods also oh. made the mistletoe promise that it would never again do an uncharitable deed, but would forever be consecrated to acts of happiness and usefulness. Frigg was given the authority of making the mistletoe live up to this pledge. So perhaps. The hanging of mistletoe and the kissing relate to the goodness the plant bestows and the habits of Frigg, the goddess of love and beauty.
0: I like how they're like, it lives up to the habits of Frigg, that kiss and hoochie. I know what you mean. I don't know know, the habits you're talking about. Also, um, it's not necessarily a, it's not, it's not really holding up if it's a fucking parasite. Well, I haven't
1: gotten to the metaphysical uses yet. It holds up there quite well. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, so and so that you was, think the, you think the tale is true is what you're saying? Uh,
1: word for word. Okay. Uh, so that was all from uh, anbg.gov.au. It's the Australian National Botanic Gardens. I don't really know why it was on that website, but it was uh, mainly all from the Golden Bough by Sir James George Fraser. So Dude, Australia, all all up in the topics today. You're right. That's interesting. Yeah. There's that story, but there's also some you know other tales and whatnot as to where like the kissing resulted from. So I also took this verbatim just because it's so shitty. Like the writing is good. It's not like, it's just the fact that this happened. So, and it kept going. So in like uh, Victorian times and even before, before then in England, like the servant class and eventually like the middle classes, the tradition of kissing a woman under mistletoe like started to happen. But it was like actually stealing a kiss from any woman who's just standing under the mistletoe and them refusing was viewed as bad luck.
0: Um, who Mm -hmm. came up? Someone came up with that. Okay. Yeah. Some fucking douchebag. That's like some shit Matthew Hopkins told.
1: Ooh. Fucking asshole. That was from history.com. It wasn't poison.org. Poison.org, history.com. So... Uh. You know, it, some say that the kissing resulted from uh, Saturnalia uh, because it was oh. and we all know what a wild time Saturnalia was so
0: sorry I owed all over the place
1: because uh, that's what happened there too yeah so like <laughs> because <laughs> uh, like <laughs> because of that tie to the wild fuck fest that was Saturnalia it seems mm. The, the churches throughout the Middle Ages actually banned the use of mistletoe, like in church and in service and whatnot, because of the wild <laughs> mouth that seemed to come with it. Pagans are horny. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, it's a good addition for love magic and love spells. It, it has mm-hmm. a place there. So it can be added to jar spells or perhaps like I was thinking like because when I do a jar spell, I like to do a candle on the lid and melt the wax down and seal the jar. Oh, yeah. So it's a like candle magic and a jar spell. And I was like, it'd be cool to like set the candle on top of the mistletoe. So when the wax seals, it drips over it. And then it's oh. like it's mistletoe all of the contents. So it's like it's amplifying everything in there to be like, oh, you're just going to kiss under the mistletoe. And I was like, that could be cute. And probably it seems effective. So it's also known. So it it likes to increase, uh, you know, the the potency of, lo- of love spells, like to give them the extra oof. But also, in male potency, hmm. virility. It's a very masculine plant. There's some some definite tie-ins there. So maybe you want to like put like a charm bag under your bed, or like just I don't know, sprinkle some around the room oh, like <laughs> whatever you know if you want to get some some like you know some freak on on it could work for that yeah so
0: to get some freak
1: on. get some freak on yeah of course you know it can be hung up in your home uh to bring in the the love and the merriment and you can you know you can kiss under it if that's your thing like if you just want to put it up it can just be this place to where it's just like this very you know gleeful spot and when people walk by you're like oh you have to kiss you know if that's consensually, yeah yeah you know not the bad luck thing
0: um
1: <laughs> but you can so- still be
0: that old lady that everybody to kiss that's you know that, oh. that there's free will there. there's there's a certain joy in being that old woman that's like tells all the single people like you know matthew he's single oh why don't you sure. go, go get him under the mistletoe a matchmaker old ladies that's who i want to be except only terrible terrible matches
1: oh awful ideas and sell them yeah. sell them with confidence you know but like yes. they're back
0: yes yes You know they would be an awful couple, and you're like Mm -hmm. Rebecca would just oh you would love her. (laughs) (laughs) I think y'all can go the distance. (laughs) (laughs) Get really bad advice. Well, you know, marriages work sometimes. (laughs) Oh.
1: So You can also uh hang it up like over your bedroom door uh, not only to encourage fun times in there but also uh to keep bad dreams at bay. There's a fair amount of tie in to mistletoe and like dream protection and and dream inducing.
0: I wonder if it has anything with uh the story with Baldur dreaming of his own death.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I didn't
0: think Something about that, like that, but yeah,
1: that makes sense. Uh, on huh. that note, it's also tied to Frigg. Uh, so it can be used in workings with her if she's a goddess that you work with. Uh, it's also tied to Odin, it has that oak tie in. Uh, and the element is air. And this was from wikipedia.com. And that's all I have for you today on mistletoe.
0: What a fantastic little boy. It's very interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed the topic. I, it's just like I did all of the notes, and then there's like four lines of which material at the bottom.
0: <laughs> that I mean, that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot to be gained from that, especially that little story. That was that was cool. Yeah, I love a I love a good tale. Love a good tale. Give me some tale. Oh, if you're in Australia, I guess you can get your uh, your mukite. And your mistletoe, is there mistletoe in Australia, Macy? I I, I don't know. Maybe. Well, Everything else is, lives in Australia. Wait, I guess it would be if it had its own little page on poison.com or whatever it was. Yeah, that makes sense. That would explain that. Yes. Everything's upside down in Australia. That's all I know. <laughs> well, that's all I know. You know. That's all I know. I know the toilets flush a different direction. And everything's a deep, rich color.
1: It's essentially a different planet.
0: I want to go to Australia so bad, I don't think you even understand.
1: I want to go very bad. I want to go pretty, pretty goddamn bad. I don't want to get into the ocean, but I'll do everything else.
0: I've heard that they really
1: are considered to have some of the best beaches. Yes. Oh, for sure. They have the, they have that Irukandhi, man. And I don't want that shit. What's that? It's the teeny tiny, like, pinky nail-sized fucking species. Penis fish? Jellyfish. No, it's a jellyfish. Oh. And, like, it's so small. It's so small. It's literally the size of your pinky nail, and you fucking touch that thing, and you're dead.
0: Really? Oh, Yes. It scares the, the shit ocean. out of me. We're not supposed to be in the ocean. That's why sailors, That they're the most badass people in the whole world. Oh, me too. Hands
1: down. Yeah, Me too. We don't belong there. We're too soft for the ocean. Here's some quick here's some quick stats for you. So complications, hypertension, enlarged heart, pulmonary edema, cardiac arrest, possible heart failure, onset 30 minutes after exposure and lasts four to thirty hours, sometimes up to two weeks.
0: Unless you die and that's forever.
1: Yeah, yeah, then you you are dead. Yeah, no, it's I don't understand. How such a brief encounter with something can cause that much trouble. Ew. Yeah. I, I don't really know. I don't know what their venom is or anything like that, but I remember like. Oh, I remember learning. About- I remember
0: the, ki- I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember, hold on. I remember learning this. It was, je- it was for jellyfish and it's um like a surefire way to stop all of the poison from jellyfish. I think. Yeah. No. Okay. I remember. And you can make it, you can, you can do this yourself. You can do this yourself. You just have to go into your kitchen and grab you a big bucket of hot review bean footage.
1: Oh, you got me. Cause I was fixing to say, I don't think there's a way to get out of this, but yeah, you're right. Oh, no,
0: you're, you're fucking dead. If you come across one of those, but I do have a review for you today. Um, and earlier it was probably cut. Cause we were just talking betwixt ourselves, but today's review comes from someone whose name Cracks me up and has been cracking me up every time I fucking see it. And it's Quaxon. Quaxon. Spelt in alternating capitalization and non-caps. Quaxon. And then on either side of the name, it's the crystal ball emoji. And everything about this is funny to me. (laughs) But this is from Quaxon called Damn. They say... This podcast is amazing, and I'm so thankful that it exists. You guys are so wonderful. Y'all go slay! Oh, I say, think I might. Over... <laughs> I think I might go slay today. They say, "LOL," that's a bit overdramatic. I don't think so. I think it's right on the nuggets. I thought it was sweet. Thank you, Quaxin. <laughs> <nice>. That was. <laughs> Why are you super southern right now? I'm feeling. I'm really feeling my old lady self right now. Are you morphing into the bad advice, old Southern lady?
1: No, I just think I'm morphing into Grandma.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I mean that was destiny. That was always going to happen. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I have socials. If you're interested in keeping up with the witch bitch amateur hour, and the first thing is in a social social, it's it's us trying to get you to advertise with us because <laughs> we you you hear you, we do such a good job. If you would like to advertise with the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, we have an advertise cast. Advertisecast.com slash the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Once again, that's advertise cast. Apply directly to the forehead. What's our email? W B E H. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> oh... WPH podcast at gmail I've, I've never heard anyone say multiple letters at once. That was insane. <laughs> it felt so strange. It was like those people that can sing in two different keys at the same time. You were just oh. saying different words. It was creepy. That we felt have an inc- weird. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what it was is it was Jim trying to come through your consciousness Just slip out he's just trying to slip out that's where he's been hibernating <laughs> deep inside of our souls uh and if you're interested in keeping up with him um whenever we post on our instagram that is at which bitch amateur hour we have a twitter we're cory tweets at bitch hour come eat with us over on facebook at w- b- at which amateur hour if you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash WBAHpodcast. Macy, where does the most Christmassy, what did we used to say? The, the most something, something P.O. box in Texas? What did we say? Sweetest little P.O. box in Texas? Oh, it was that simple, huh? Okay, where does the sweetest little P.O. box in Texas reside?
1: At P.O. Box 865, Canton, Texas, 75103.
0: Do it again, but do it in your favorite Christmas jingle jingle.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Or your least favorite Christmas jingle. They're equally entertaining.
1: Uh, Oh, God, I hate so many. (laughs)
0: i I know i know i know but i don't think i will ever ever hate any christmas song more than i hate that fucking paul mccartney wonderful christmas time it's not gonna happen
1: it is very grating it's very grating i don't know i I think i hate i i I think i hate fucking all i want for christmas is you more
0: than that (gasps) oh sorry i blacked out i forgot that was a thing
1: Mm-mm. that's the beauty of not going in public right now that's why i don't hate christmas yes. i can't hear that song therefore i don't hate christmas now
0: i'm gonna try my hardest to get you at every turn with that song
1: God, it's it'll so... be a
0: christmas miracle oh. what did hunter say it's vulgar <laughs> <laughs> what did he say that in reference to it's vulgar myrrh what myrrh the way myrrh smells mur. yeah yeah He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. It is vulgar. Okay, well, listen here, dude. Tell a, update us with what you're about to go have uh, for dinner. Because that is tradition. I I don't,
1: I don't know. We might actually be doing. I call them survival dinners when like we just both take care of ourselves. I call those yo-yo yeah. nights. Do
0: you really? Yeah. I had a boyfriend who like in high school who he would say, "Oh, we're having a yo-yo night," and I was like, "What the fuck is a yo-yo night?" And it means you're on your own yo-yo night.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, I get that. But That's I also neat. like
0: sur- I like survivalist dinner. That's pretty badass.
1: Yeah, survivalist dinner. And so usually I'll just like most of my survival dinners are like, I make a bowl of oatmeal and call it a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you remember when recently you told me you were having oatmeal for dinner and I lost my mind? I thought it for yeah, some I reason, I don't that. know why. I thought I was offended. I was offended. Yeah, you were. It offended you. I remember that. It was vulgar.
1: I love it. It's one of my favorite dinners, honestly. Also, so before we leave, leave, before we close and I go eat my oatmeal, um, I do I, I do want to thank everybody who uh several of you guys picked up Granger, and that's the sweetest thing. I actually got like a bit misty-eyed last week, or whenever I don't think it might have been week before last week, that the episode dropped. And, like, people actually bought Granger, and that was, like, the coolest thing.
0: Uh, So thank you all for doing that. I can't wait to see pictures. I cannot wait for pictures to roll in.
1: There's already one uh, that Ah! came through, I think, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And he's such a big sweetie. And, like, minor plug if you guys he will get there before christmas that's all i'm saying like if you like order about when this episode comes out you'll get a granger and like again
0: macy's not making a dime off of this
1: i just want people to have him i believe so strongly in how cuddly and fucking sweet that he is uh that i just want everyone to have one it's that it's that simple
0: What a scandal, though, if we found out that you were actually getting some kind of commission. Oh, baby, you would be ruined. You'd be
1: ruined. Yeah. Nope. He's just my big, sweet favorite thing I've made. And I love him. Me too.
0: I can't wait to put his paws on my eyes and go to sleep.
1: It's so great, man. They're so fat. I love it. I just, I love everything about them. I love a fat paw. Mm Mm-hmm. He's just all around very rotund and it it's, it makes for a nice yeah. cuddling experience. He's a chonky bear. Yeah. So, you know, thank you guys. I
0: appreciate it. I hope y'all love him. I love him. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thanks, Mace. Yeah. Everyone out there, don't forget to visit poison.org this week. Learn yeah, yourself something. hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we'll catch you next time on the Witch, Bitch, Amateur Hour.